First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. President Cyril Ramaphosa defending yesterday the deployment of our soldiers to the DRC. After two soldiers were killed, three were hurt in a mortar attack on their base in the east of that country. Their power is part of a SADC force to fight militia groups who have attacked civilians in the, in the area. Those groups have been operating for a long time. One of the groups is called the M23 Group. There have been consistent claims it's backed by Rwanda. Rwanda has denied that. The spokesperson for the Department of Defense Sapiwa, good morning. Thanks for your time. Hey, good morning, uh, uh, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. What happened on Wednesday? How was this mortar able to kill our soldiers uh, in their base or in their camp? Look, um, Stephen, this uh, uh, incident happened uh, from where one can sitting. Uh, this was an indirect uh, fire, which means uh, this could have been launched at a distance of between uh, 5 to 20 kilometers depending on the the um, the 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 the, the, mod, the, la- the rocket launcher and it's uh, it's uh, uh, la- whether it's the latest or but it was it was it's a matter that uh, this thing could have been launched as far as about 20 kilometers sure um, this is fighting in very dense jungle, and every expert I've heard this week, Sapir, I'm sure you've heard uh, the yeah. same. They've all said the same thing. Our soldiers need air support. They need attack helicopters, and particularly the Royal Folk helicopters. Are any of our attack helicopters actually there at the moment? Are they able to provide the support that all of these experts say our soldiers need? Look, um, it, 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 it's possible, and it's part of the plan. Uh, because we have put in place a, a composite plan in preparation for not only this deploy, deployment but for our efficiency. And um, um, the, the deployment is also backed by other countries of SADRAC, which may have similar uh, uh, resources uh, as, as air capabilities that we might use to complement uh, whatever we might not uh, have on the ground at the present moment. So there's a complementary uh, effort by the Southern countries to ensure that our soldiers, today uh, South African, um, Tanzanians or Malawians, are protected, Stephen. Um, it's about money, really, isn't it? And Sapiwe, look, you have sympathy from me here because we know that your department and the SANDF has not been getting the money that it needs and has been consistent about that. We all, we all know that. Um, and you need money to get the, the royal folks that we have up and running again. Um, is it possible to get them running again? Is it possible to know how much money you would need to do that? Steve, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased to inform you that um, we have done a thorough analysis and a financial analysis of what will be needed. And we have shared that uh, with, the, with our principals. And uh, they have acknowledged that there is a need for for such an intervention. As you may have heard, the president yesterday uh, speaking about the entire security infrastructure of the country, that it needs uh, support, and, and in particular the SANDF. Okay, I mean, could we hear something about this in the budget next week, for for example? I mean, I'm always an optimistic <laughs> person, Sapiwa. That would be good news for the for the military there? <laughs> Absolutely. We, we, we lo- we, we're holding our hands and... Uh, 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 um, uh, grinding our teeth to, mm. to see what uh, the next budget is going to be about, if okay. there is any mention of us there. I have to ask about Rwanda, and this may be above your pay grade, but let me put it to you. 
And this is the issue, is that Rwanda has consistently been accused of supporting the M23 rebel group. And we know that in that region, uh, on the border between Rwanda and the DRC, Rwanda has consistently had a very well-disciplined and managed army. It's a very disciplined force. In fact, they were used in Mozambique right next to us quite recently. So my concern is that our soldiers are going to run up against people who maybe have more combat experience than them, but they're going to run up against people I'll put this in inverted commas, supported by Rwanda because Rwanda denies it. Are you worried about South Africa's relationship with Rwanda as a result of this deployment? Stephen, you, your introduction to this question is spot on. Yeah, that's above my pay grade. Of course, one reads and must, must look at uh, world affairs, regional affairs. So you do uh, get to read about uh, what is said in the, in the press, in, in, in the public space about who's participating, who's doing what, but I wouldn't want to delve into that. Uh, the pay grade is indeed above. <laughs> All right, Sapiwa Dlamini, thank you. Really appreciate the time. Spokesperson for the Department of Defense, you with SFM, 20 minutes after 7. Professor Abel Irstahezer is a professor of strategy in the Faculty of Military Science at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor, good morning to you and thank you for your time. Uh, do you think we need to worry a little bit about the relationship with Rwanda. Again, Rwanda denies supporting M23, but the claims have been made for so long. Well, nothing is official until officially denied. We've seen the Rwanda army this week fires uh, air to uh, surface-to-air missiles uh, in the eastern DRC on uh, UN drones. So uh, there's absolutely uh, no reason for us to believe that the Rwandan army is not deeply involved in the DRC. They have been deeply involved in the DRC over the last uh, couple of years, um, almost 20 years that the the, uh, UN mission was running in the DRC. I have no doubt that the Rwanda army is just one of... uh, a number of uh, entities that's involved in the Eastern DRC. How important is this issue of attack helicopters? I mean, is that literally the balance of power? If we don't have attack helicopters, our troops are in big trouble. If they do have attack helicopters, it changes everything? Well, it it is perhaps a deal breaker. Um, I, I think it is perhaps the most critical and most strategic um, Uh, weapon system that you need in the DRC. And I'll tell you why, because uh, if you look at the geography of the DRC, it's very, very difficult to deploy with uh, indirect fire systems like mortars and artillery in the DRC. And so uh, the air weapon is absolutely critical, not only uh, to deal strategically with uh, the M23 and other rebel movements, but to protect your own people. Um, and this is this is all part of the the critique against the South African mission this whole week to every single um, uh, commentator that you you talk to and that you listen to has mentioned the lack of support and indirect fire support is just one of those critical things that uh, that the South Africa uh, mission needs in in the DRC. We've been part of United Nations deployments in the Eastern DRC for many years. Um, We have not been able, and the United Nations and other groups have not been able, to sort of remove the rebel groups, the M23 groups. Is there any reason to think we can do that now? And I must also just say in my own mind, 
I worry what would happen if there was no deployment from SADC. What would happen to DRC civilians? I mean, they would be in a very difficult place without the deployment, I presume. Well, the, the, the real question for us is why um, the DRC government asked the UN to, um, to excuse themselves from the Eastern DRC. Why was this decision made? to replace a, a UN mission that's been running for the last 20 years that have done a lot of good work in protecting the civilians, though um, they have been relatively successful in keeping <coughs> excuse me, the, the rebel movement under, under um, control. Um, but they have been asked to remove themselves and, and they are now replaced perhaps with a more robust um, um, SADC mission in terms of the rules of engagement, it may be the case, but I cannot see how um, a, a, a SADC mission um, that is by implication and from the start um, undersized, under-resourced and, and totally out of strategic reach, how that will, will be able to do the work that the UN has done for the last 20 years. And the UN, let's be honest about it, they have not been strategically very successful in the last 20 years. Yes, they protected the civilians. Yes, they, they, they brought some stability to the region, but it was not the end of fighting. And then one has to ask the critical question. At the moment, of course, the SADC mission is South Africa, um, Malawi and uh, Tanzania. But where are the more professional militaries in SADC? Where is Botswana? Where is Angola? Where is Zambia? Where are, are, are those militaries? Why are they not deploying? Why is South Africa taking the lead? The country that is the forest uh, from, from uh, the DRC and that, that's actually totally out of strategic reach uh, in that area and that actually has, if we have to be honest about it, absolutely no interest in that area. Professor Abel Yosteheiser, thank you. Strong view there from the Professor of Strategy in the Faculty of Military Science at the University of Stellenbosch.